Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. Good morning, folks. Here's your look at how markets have been trading overnight. And we've got a bit of green on the screen. The S&P 500 gained 0.6% to 4,783. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 0.5%, around 170 points to 37,695. The Nasdaq Composite was the upper former, rising 0.8% to 14,970. Investors are waiting for the release of fresh US inflation data and earnings as well to figure out where things are going from here. So let's check in now with Lila Pence. She is the president and co-founder of Pence Wealth Management. Lila, thanks for joining us on the show today. You're welcome. Hey, lots to get through. So let's take a look at what's playing out for markets right now. And of course, the big data points are going to be around inflation this week. We've also got earnings. So let's start with what's playing out for the earnings front first. Um, We've got lots happening when it comes to corporate news. Job cuts, for example, in some of the tech companies. What are your expectations going into this quarter? Well, actually, job cuts are, are, are welcome news to Wall Street because the Fed has been wanting that because that's the only way you can really slow inflation uh, is that you have to have uh, unemployment go up. So because if less people are working, then they have less money to spend and inflation could come down. And they've been estimating that we would have unemployment in the force and that has not happened. So Wall Street actually likes having a little bit of unemployment. And because it really slows down inflation and, and some of it is, you know, we, we've been telling our clients that artificial intelligence is the key to help that, which is what Amazon was just talking about, Twitch and so forth, that they, um, you know, they're laying off because they have AI that replaces people. And, and that's, that's going to be the solution to lowering inflation. Yeah, I've got a lot to look out for on the earnings front when it comes to banks and financials as well because they are the first ones to kick things off. And it's also going to be what's being dubbed a year of normalization. Rates set to come down. So on that front, are we in for perhaps a less profitable quarter in the next few months? You know, I think Wall Street was expecting, you know, a recession last year it did not happen. And uh, and now we're expecting a slowdown uh, in earnings. And we, we think there's going to be a little bit of maybe a slowdown, but not really much because people are spending. They have plenty of money. They're working. They've gotten raises. And uh, there's still plenty of cash from before with COVID. So they have plenty mm-hmm. of money to spend. So I, earnings are, are continue to surprise. GDP continues to surprise on the upside. And I think we're going to have a pretty nice soft landing. All right. So consumer still spending. And that suggests that perhaps inflation could still be sticky in that sense. You still got a lot of spending power in the economy and that could trickle down to keeping prices elevated. So what's the expectations of where inflation is going from here? I think that is the biggest risk is that if inflation doesn't go down as fast as Wall Street is, is the market is actually thinking, which would slow down the ability for the Fed to reduce rates, that could disappoint the market. But I do think inflation is coming down, you know, nice enough that they could begin. I know, you know, the market is, is expecting a, a cut in March. We're kind of expecting a cut in May. Mm. We do, because I think the Fed is going to want to 
be sure that we inflation is coming down fast enough and quick enough before they start cutting too quick. But And we're expecting probably just three cuts, whereas I know the street is expecting more. We, I think they're going to want to be sure that we have inflation under control before they do a lot of cutting. Because like you said, consumers have a lot of money to spend and they're spending it. And inflation is on the right direction, but it's not going to go down quite as fast as everyone thinks. At least we don't think so, which is which is okay. The, the, we can live with that. At least we know rates are not going up, and and we know they're heading down. And the market did just fine when rates were going up last year. And so yeah. if we see the rates coming down and inflation is coming down, that really is positive enough to have a pretty good year. Yeah, Lila, it's interesting you point out that we had a pretty good rally last year despite rates going up. So I suppose with rates going down, it should prove a better tailwind for where markets are going from here and improve risk appetite. And on the front, uh, we've got news overnight that Bitcoin ETFs have been approved. Is that also going to be something to watch out for in the coming year? Uh, you know, that is certainly for people who have a risky appetite. It's not something that we that we do a lot of, but, you know, it may take money out of markets because now there will be, you know, an easier way to invest in, in Bitcoin. But, you know, it's not something that we really, our clients tend to be a lot more conservative. And frankly, the market is doing so well, why take the risk in Bitcoin? Mm, all right. We are in conversation with Lila Pence. She is the president and co-founder of Pence Wealth Management. Now, Lila, let's talk about some of the calls you're making, where to put your money in right now. And this is interesting because you've got an eye on weight loss drugs. And it's one of the fads that's been playing out in recent times, getting quite a lot of attention. Yes, that's been really a big theme of ours for the last eight months or so. We really think that it's going to change our world. I know... Many clients are coming in here and they're losing 25 and 30 pounds and they're much healthier. And there's only apparently only 5 million people that are using these drugs right now and expected to go to maybe 50 million. So there's tremendous amount of growth. But it's it's not just the, you know, the weight loss effect. It's all the, the better effect in terms of less, of course, di- diabetes and less heart conditions and so forth. And so it's a game changer. And we really like that area and we can continue to add that because we, we think that there's just quite a bit upside. Now, nothing ever goes straight up. There's always some profit taking every once in a while. But if you are a long-term investor, that is a, a place to that we're adding some equities to it. Yeah, demand definitely outstripping supply for now because only a handful of companies have been approved by FDA to supply or market this drug. Yeah, and there's tremendous need. Right now, they just can't make it fast enough to mm. meet the need, and it hasn't it hasn't spread, you know, internationally. There's tremendous need in the international markets, and they they just can't make it fast enough. So, uh, first movers are going to have a big advantage, and I, I think this is an area in, in healthcare, bigger companies, predictable earnings. Mm. On the front predictable about outcome. Um, healthcare companies, is this the year to increase exposure to that part of the uh, market? Yes, you know, they've underperformed quite a bit last year, just other healthcare stocks. And we think this is a year that they have, in our opinion, the highest earning potential. We're expecting healthcare to grow by earnings by 18%, and that's the highest sector in terms of earnings this year. And they, they are very stable, and they're also... What's interesting, they're going to use artificial intelligence to to make better drugs, to do uh, vaccines. They're using in, in apps. There's quite a few apps that are going to be helping healthcare companies perform better and, and 
So they're using technology to have better performance. And, of course, they are coming up with drugs that are changing the world. And we think that's a good area to go into, especially after their underperformance last year. Yeah, Lila, talking about AI, if you've got a pot of money, should you be chasing after the big seven or you know, reallocating to small mid-cap stocks right now? I think, I think obviously, you, you, have, you need to have a little bit in, in the uh, in the Magnificent Seven, but you know the small to mid cap is also another area that really underperformed last year. If you think about it, small caps, the Russell 2000 capitalization of that whole index is three billion dollars. Well, two magnificent company, you know, two uh, two tech companies are close to three, you know, three billion dollars. So it doesn't take a lot of money to go into that sector to really improve performance, improve, have improved outcome. And with the lowering interest rates, that really benefits them. Small companies tend to do a lot of lending. They also, their intake of their products is, is very susceptible to inflation. So if the cost of their intake is less mm-hmm. because inflation is coming down, the profit should be more, interest rate is lower, that should improve their profits. And so, you know, if, if, we're look, if you're looking for an area to be a little bit of a contrarian and to add some dollars into it, you know, we, we're, we're rebalancing a little bit out of Magnificent 7 and, and adding some into this small to mid-cap area. All right, great overview of what to put your money in. We've been chatting Lila Pence. She's the president and co-founder of Pence Wealth Management. Lila, thanks for joining us on the show today. You're very welcome. Take care. Take care. Stay Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.